Welcome to Love Language. In this episode, we will be covering the ability creatives have to inspire others through feelings, being able to have a vision for oneself and creating that vision, the anxieties behind creating, the beauty of putting yourself out there, and creating from one's soul. All right, welcome back to Love Language, you guys. Um, I am your host, Soul Bloom. Um, That's at S-O-L-B-L-O-M underscore. And today I have the lovely, lovely Brittany with me today. Um, And your Instagram handle is? It's African Barbie, H-A-L-F-R-I-C-A-N Barbie, B-A-R-B-I-E. Awesome. Yes. So me and um, me and Brittany here, we met. It was kind of cool how me and her met because um, before her coming today, we met through a mutual, uh, a mutual kind of like a friend now. I would say of, of both of ours, um, and also another creative. Um, she goes by uh, Chastity. Chastity London. Yeah. Yeah. And she's amazing. Her her music <laughs> is so artist. dope. Very dope, um, East Coast vibes, all kinds of vibes I get from her. She's an amazing artist and um, very well respected. We both love her to death. Um, and she is the reason why Brittany is here because, yes. um, yeah, like if it wasn't for her, I'm like, thank you, know, <laughs> bringing me a, a woman. You know what I'm saying? I asked, I asked not too long ago on my Instagram, I need more women to come and talk to me and be a part of the podcast. And she looked out and this is this is the connection right here. So yes, I saw um, Chastity had reposted it, so I just kind of jumped on it. It's, you know, been a really weird time during the pandemic and, you know, haven't been out of the house much. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to connect since those opportunities are so few. And I just felt the calling from the post like, yes. Definitely. I'm in. <laughs> I love it. See, that's see, and now you're here, and I get to talk to you, and you, you know, you're a wonderful person. Um, tell Likewise, tell them a little bit about you know, or whatever you want to tell them about about what you do. I think it's so cool what you do. Well, thank you. Um, I am a singer songwriter. I kind of self learn how to produce. I took some classes, you know, when I was in college, but I never fully finished program. So a lot of the learning I did was on my own. Um, I just wanted to take my own creativity into my hands, so in addition to singing, I learned other tools that kind of helped me be able to maximize on my gifts, and so I learned instruments, I play like ukulele, guitar, piano, Um, I produce, I'm now learning how to master my own music, so So, uh, I've got a couple songs out, um, have more on the way, and you know, just working with other people, I just like to work with other like artists, like uh, designers, um, other musicians, just to create whatever it is we possibly can. So that's just what I want to do. That's so cool. Yeah, and that's it. You know, and this, it brings us into our creative, our creative mode, right? So like yeah. me creatively, I've done a lot of different things, like modeling. I've been shot on uh, different uh, projects for. Uh, uh, fashion designers, um, along with uh, uh, music videos, uh, with with artists that are from Canada, um, and, and different people who are 
cameraman from Russia. So you know, I've I've done a lot of like that's super cool that type of stuff too, and yeah. and it's exciting because I like to create anything that's beautiful aesthetically. You know, I'm I'm a Sagittarius, um, part Scorpio, so I I have to surround myself with beauty mm -hmm. um, in order for me to feel like yo, this is great. You know, I it's beautiful, even if it's not much, even if it's not expensive. It still has to be beautiful for me aesthetically oh, it wise. It have to be expensive. You know? To be beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I I I can go to like the thrift <laughs> the thrift store and find like a t-shirt and I'm like that is a dope t-shirt. Like I'm going to get that for like 2 bucks. Yes. And I'm oh, going to yeah. put it on me. And I'm going to aesthetically make it beautiful, yes. you know? So it's stuff like that that I enjoy doing. And I've always enjoyed doing that type of stuff creatively when I was younger. Um, as a kid, um, I was telling you a little bit about it behind the scenes when I grew up my dad used to play right. music, mm -hmm. you know, and my father was like super, 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 super into that. Um, the the music part, um, the uh, the lyrics, the just get, getting super hyped and amped off of it. And we used to just dance. Me and my sister dance and dance and stuff. So like, it brings in our topic, our topic, right? Who would you prefer to be? So the creator. Or the one who watches the creators create. So this is—it's gonna go right into this, yes. um, which I'm excited to because I didn't know back then dancing around to my dad's music, being creative, that I would—that right—that yes. this would be the verdict of that, you know. So um, I think it's really cool because I learned a lot then. I didn't know what it meant then. I didn't know how to put it together. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, I'm just doing these things, like, but they interest me. So. Yeah. And then, you know, you get older and you're just like, people start to say, hey, you know, put whatever interest or hobbies you do into like your daily routine and that can become like your career or your life for the rest of your life because you're happy already doing it. So why not do it, you know, and yeah. get like rewarded for it. And the rewards for me are just endless. For me, it's not about money. It's like I get to connect with cool people like you, you know. I get to like, you know, you know, and that for me is like what I've always enjoyed doing as someone who wasn't even a creator back then. I just like to connect with people and make I mean, people. You, you were a creator back then. You just didn't know it. Right. Like, I didn't know this. I didn't know it. You know, so like I kind of feel mm -hmm. like me tapping into all the things that I used to do mm -hmm. as a child. Um, and sifting through those pieces and putting, putting them together finally when I was older and be like, hey, these things I'd like to do, so I want to do these things more often in my adulthood life and see where it takes me. That for me was me not even being, to me, a creator back then, but then all of a sudden I tapped into that. Would I prefer to be a creator? Definitely, because I feel like I'm, I'm bold enough mm -hmm. to, and I have what it takes to put my neck out on the line. You have the willpower to create. Yeah, you know, like, so that's where, that's what I feel about um, being a creator. Um, you have to have a lot of willpower. You have to just mm -hmm. go and do it. And Absolutely. if you, if by all means, if you have someone who wants to show you um, things along the way, listen to those signs, you know, listen to those people, listen to those omens of, you are in the right place at the right time. Um, when something happens or an opportunity comes your way, don't you know brush it away. Um, look at that as an opportunity for you to continue to grow into your, your purpose and your life journey. You might be a creator and not even know it. And you know a lot of people get to that point and they allow fear to kind of take the driver's seat. So you know, like we said earlier, yeah. you know, fear kind of controls what a lot of people do and what they don't do. Definitely. And you know, I think that a lot of folks, um, you know, they do allow fear to take the driver's seat and then, 
you know, years later, they're just like, man, I wish I would have done, you know, that so and that thing or whatever, you know, like they allowed that fear to kind of dictate, you know, but it's still, even when you get to that moment, it's still never too late to like start that again, you know? Exactly. It's never too late to be, to get more creative and, you know, and like we said earlier, it's everyone can be creative, but not everyone has the willpower to be a creator, but that also goes down to what you define as a creator. Like, what are you going to get out of it? Why are, what's the purpose of your creating? Exactly. You know, is it for cloud? Is it to spread a message? Is it for attention? Do you want to actually make a difference? You know, Definitely. what are you using your create your creations for? You know? Exactly. And it, this goes, it's perfect that you, it, like, this goes right into how I think. A lot of people say, oh, we're pretty women, right? We're very beautiful, we're very gorgeous. Um, And automatically, people used to think that I'm like some, uh, you know, just some like airhead girl, just because I'm pretty, right? And I look at them like, that's all you see of me is because I'm a pretty girl, right? Like, that does not mean that I don't know anything else and I'm not interested in doing anything else. That means, for me, it's like you just kind of insulted me, like my intelligence. Me being pretty does not mean that I'm just here to look good and that's mm. it, you know? You didn't choose this skin. I didn't choose to be <laughs> I born like this. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for me, I used to get like, man, like, if you really got to know me, I am so really like interested in so many different things and I take interest deeply in these things. Um, if you got to know me, you would see how beautiful I am on the inside. It's not even about my looks. Like, you're only looking on, on what's Surface, outside. The, the book opens. Right. There's layers, <laughs> you know? know? And so I used to get tired of people looking at me like that. So it's like, for me, that was another hidden uh, um, indicator or motive for me, like, to just show people, like, who I really am about. Because people were hitting me up, like, oh, yeah, you look good and this and that, and you're cute. And I'm like, who comes at people like this? Like, this is not how I talk <laughs> to people. I say, hi, how you doing? Have a, how's your day? Yeah. You know? Um, so I want, I want to show people like I am more than just a pretty face. And that's another, that's another factor of why I create. I create because I enjoy getting off, um, a lot of emotion. I'm a very emotional person. Mm. I'm very deep person. As am I. Very, very deep feeler, (laughs) deep thinker. You know? Just like, and it took me so long to understand that most people don't feel as deeply. So it would confuse me like, why are they doing this? Or I don't understand and this and that. It's like, well, you're not going to understand. It's not going to make any sense to you because... You guys aren't, you know, coming from the same place, you know, so I had to kind of separate the way that I thought and the way that I think from just like understanding that it comes from a deeper place. And that's, again, one of my, one of my powers, one of my gifts. Yeah. Burden too. Sometimes it's just, I don't want to be feeling shit. Yeah. Doesn't it like, doesn't it weigh down on you sometimes? All those feelings and emotions. Doesn't it like, don't you want to be like in your corner of your room? just like, stop it. Stop. I don't want to feel no more because sometimes it's very intense for me too. I'm like super like, why am I feeling like this? And it, it can be a little draining for me at times, too, because yes. I wish I didn't feel as, as much. Yeah. But, but then again, that's what makes us so special, because we feel. We feel when other people are afraid to. Absolutely. And we, what we, the way that we can kind of muster up what we need to, to, to create whatever it is, like, yeah. sometimes people are like, you know, I didn't even know how to put the words to what I was feeling, and you totally just, like read my soul and from that like lyric or from that message or you know whatever so it's just you never know when you actually are true to yourself like how that 
kind of gives other people permission to feel like what they are afraid to or to be themselves you know you don't yeah. not that you give them permission but you inspire other people to like think deeper and yeah you know feel deeper and, definitely you know, definitely and that's helps. that for me I've, I've gotten that too where people have hit me up exclusively saying you are an inspiration to me and i'm like how what did i do like i'm just doing my i'm shit. just doing my just, right i'm just doing, doing me. my thing i'm just being but. myself right <laughs> yeah. i'm just my damn self like you know yes and um when I get those 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 type of messages, I'm like, you know what? Like, thank you. Like, it's people like you that let me know that like, being me is okay. Because I've 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 been me around people that didn't like me for being me, and it's still okay. And it's still okay. But that <laughs> freaking feels really good when you do get those messages because it's, yeah, even though you know it, the validation sometimes like we're all human, and of course we don't need it, but like yeah. It sure is nice. <laughs> right? It's like a little cherry on top. Of yeah, like, it's you like, know, okay. A milkshake. It's like, like a little bit more. I guess I'm going to, I can, I can, I'll keep going. Like, right. Yeah. That helps too. So. Like us as creators, like it helps you like stay motivated yes. and, and stay optimistic about the future to come. You're like, yo, someone's yeah. rocking with me. I'm going to keep going for this one person. Even if it's just one person. Feed off that energy. Like, yeah. you know, you know, it's good. So I like that too, about being a creator. Um, I, I get a joy out of helping people. I enjoy, um, you know, uh, bonding with people. Um, I enjoy having conversations like this um, with people and healing and just motivating people. Yeah, and that, um, that's the reason why I choose to be, I'd rather be the creator, even though, like, it goes hand in hand, you know, art imitates life mm -hmm. and, you know, every single artist, they're influenced by other artists, you know, so that's kind of inevitable to be the observer, but those who actually create for, you know, whatever purpose, like for me, I, I want to create music to heal, you know, I, that's the one time, even when I was growing up in church, um, that was the only time I felt a connection was when the choir would sing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like the way that I connect to music, um, I have, I believe I have the ability to like help other people connect as well. And I mean, again, that confirmation, the affirmation from others, you know, I've, it's already worked in the past and it just, yeah. it's my calling. So I choose creator to be a healer and I, that's like, uh, music is my medium for that. I love it. So, yeah. See, and that's like, and there's perfect. so many ways to like go about it too. Yeah. Know? Perfect outlet for you. And, and like you said, people in the past were like, I'm rocking with her. She's dope. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I it, got you, you know, and I'm a, it makes you like, yeah, exactly. I want to, you know, do, do, do more. I want to create more for you. And even for me, and it's, it's so therapeutic, isn't it? It's such a therapeutic thing to create because I would rather create than like get upset and mad, I would be like, okay, let me let some steam off in this art that I'm about to like Absolutely. create. And sometimes, you know? you know, you have to like, sometimes it's impossible to create and you just get in this headspace, but like, you need to take that time away from that too. Definitely. You know, space is important, even in music, like the space is just as important as the actual notes itself. You know, it gives meaning, you yeah. know, that goes in relationships. It goes in the way that you do everything. So space from your yeah. main task, you know, you got to take some time to breathe and to recoup and just to like be influenced by other things. And yeah, um, definitely, you know, so definitely. Yeah. Cause there's been times where I found myself not able to create because I'm in a, a, a state of mind where it's like, 
I'm not even focused on it. I'm, something else is blocking me, mm -hmm. or some kind of energy that I experience, or I'm um, a little bit uh, under the weather about something emotionally, or something is just not clicking right in my head about certain things, mm -hmm. and it's distracting me from my creative juices. Yeah, you know. So I've had to separate myself from certain things and certain energies in order to continuously create. That's huge. And that right there is the difference. And I know we as creators. It's hard for us sometimes to push something out because life happens, things happen. But the people that stay focused and committed through it, and it's very hard. Sometimes I've waited certain things, like led things out because I just didn't have the energy to do it with everything else going on. But eventually I got around to it. My, my out goal, my outcome, the ending goal, I want to complete it. I want to complete it. And us as creators sometimes struggle with the completion of it. Oh, because life hits. That's real. You know, like. That is the realest ish ever. You yes. know? And as long as I feel it's like a constant struggle to like climb up this mountain, you're trying to walk up this mountain, this hill, and you're giving it everything you got. But then it's like, okay, now, dang, I just got pushed back down. Now I gotta muster up the willpower again and the drive to like get this next step completed. And it's and it's different than going to a, a job where you clock in. You you gotta go. You gotta go. Mm -hmm. You have to be the one to clock yourself in. Yo, and that's you know that's a challenge. That's like yeah. it's. I mean, again, these are all our own things that we have to learn how to get over. But it mm -hmm. just comes with discipline when um, inspiration isn't mm -hmm. kicking in. You know, being teaching yourself discipline in your art, in your creation. Because sometimes you can't just not create just because you don't feel like it. You have to right. push yourself a little bit. Right, right. You know, you might just be in like a little sour mood, you know, and yeah, all it takes is just, just start. Exactly. Just start, start just somewhere. something, you know, just pick up the guitar, like play like two strums and maybe you'll play three, maybe you'll play four. Yeah. You know, it's like working out, right? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I don't want to work out. Just go outside. <laughs> All right. You made it outside. If you don't got a gym membership, there's a sidewalk. Run on the sidewalk, run up, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Go find some stairs. I don't know. But most people, what, what do they do? They sit there. And they watch TV, <laughs> or they do something else, like you know. So it's like, or they sleep, or they don't want to do it, or exactly. it's like that too. Like getting yourself in the mind frame mm. to to start it, to do it, and then once you do it, you're like, okay, am I gonna stop it? Boom! Some people stop, and these people that you like, you're create, like you're creating some beautiful stuff. What happened? What's going on? Like I just can't get back in that frame. Like you have to push yourself through those times of like stopping. And I know it's hard for a lot of us that are up and coming creators and artists and and you know people that are aspiring to do this or maybe have a urge to do it and just don't know how to get started. No matter what it is, the first thing you have to do is try. Take the first step, even if it's not perfect. Just do something and be yeah. like, yo, that was cool. I learned something from this. And once you learn something from that little thing, Here's this, 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 and this, and this, and these other things that just come naturally, like just gravitate to you. And you'll learn more and more layers of it, and you'll become better at it. And the more time you spend with it, the better you'll get at it. But you know, some people they just like to let's go party, let's go this, let's go that, and before they know it, their life All passes time. Them by. And exactly, you know. And some people never get back to that creative factor within them, and they just kind of let that go. I've seen people with so much talent. So much talent, but they don't do anything with it. Oh, there's there's tons you know? of people. But again, I mean, it's a lot of it. Some of it's not even fear. It's just laziness or just 
no motivation yeah. or, you know, whatever. There's so many reasons why, but really. Yeah. Like you said, clout, you know, some people just want to be like, oh, well, I do this, but it's like half-ass <laughs> done. And you're like, oh, you really do this? I'm coming to you because you said you're like a designer and I need this design. And they're like, oh, but they're around the, the right people. Mm. So it looks like they are about their shit, but they're really not about their shit. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you want to create, cool, create. But like, if you want to, if you want people to take you seriously, you have to take yourself seriously first. You have to know yourself and you, what you like to do and your wants and needs. And then people will start to gravitate and be like, you know what? Cool. Like that person is a creator who takes herself seriously and they're actually out here doing what they need to do yeah. by all means. I mean, that shit kind of like, yeah, it's um, your true intentions always surface eventually. So it's yeah. like you can only like clout clout for so long exactly we're high a little bit but you know it won't come out to light and you know when it does come out be ready (laughs) you're right you know they're right people can see it (laughs) clear as day (laughs) just saying (laughs) right and you have stuff coming out which which is pretty cool because you were telling me a little bit about behind the scenes that you 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 do music and you create Mm -hmm. In, in your solace, in your place, how, how does that feel for you as a creator? Like, how do you feel when you are in your own bubble creating? Well, um, it's always been my dream to just have my own studio at home. Um, do I've learned, you know, how to record, um, picked up different instruments, like I said before, just to, like help my my voice and like maximize what I can do with it so the more and more I learn the more direction I like I wanted to take the reins in my own music and um, I love collaborating with people but there's nothing like working in my own space because I'm already there um, I don't have to get ready I don't have to worry about all this other stuff like I can just like wake up and do the thing I wake up in the middle of the night and go to my desk and you know yeah I I MacGyvered my studio, I, like I used my old futon, I took the legs off and I put it up against the wall, so now that's like my, my, my recording booth, that's it's, so cool. it's black, and I have just like all of this equipment I was able to upgrade, and um, I love that, I just, it's, it's the best, and now I, I just kind of get to work from home, um, I want to learn more stuff to help other people with their music and kind of be like a female presence in such a male-dominated world of production music, yeah. and help you know, people actually get some work done, you know? <laughs> um, not saying that, you know, my male counterparts haven't, but, you know, some people are just a little... Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, you but, know. Yeah. So, and to be a female producer, yeah. you know, to be someone who is taking the reins, mm-hmm. you know, in front of you and driving it. Yes. That, to me, is such, like, a dope, a dope thing to be and to do and to feel as a, as a woman. Because people it's, look at us like, oh, you know, you know, we can't do something. We can. We all can, men can or female. But it's it's something I feel like something so special about when a woman mm-hmm. takes control of her own. And for me, like just hearing that, it's an inspiration because well, thank you. sitting from one producer to another, and us both being beautiful women, like that makes me happy to know that we <laughs> exist. There's people like us that exist out there, you know. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that. And how? What a creative way to create your your studio, your booth. You know, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was in the middle of the like the beginning of the pandemic, and I had no help to like get this thing out into the garbage. And my my mom had ordered me a new couch, and so I was like, what the hell am I gonna do with this? So I flipped it up, took off the legs, and I was just like. 
so perfect. Studio sound booth. Doing what creators do right here, you know? Like I've earned the heck out of my junk. All right, so like, for me, being being someone who, who used to sit back and watch the creators create um, was pretty much an inspiration to me because to be in that situation where I used to work in corporate and, and the entertainment industry, and we would sit behind the scenes on a lot of things and go over a lot of documents and just a lot of different like movie scripts, different things like that. And like, um, we were in control of taking care of the stars' profiles on IMDb, so we had to make sure that their um, acting credits were up to par, and if they reached out to us that they needed an update on, we would mm -hmm. update it, and things like that on their profile. So it was like the MySpace or the U the uh, Facebook of uh, all the stars, yeah. and all of their credits and everything they've ever done. Um, and a little bit of background information was on there for them as well. Um, so I used to sit back a lot and just watch everything and, and kind of like explore, you know, this is what they do. This is how they go on stage. This is what they do behind stage. Um, I had an experience with the BET Awards and I was behind stage watching um, like Method Man get ready. Like he was literally like in his zone, like everyone else was blocked out. He was like in the corner behind the stage and I was standing right in front of him and I didn't know who it was. I turned around and he was like literally like, you know, rehearsing in his head what he was about to go out there and like rap and do his thing. And I'm like, yo, this is so dope. Like this is the focus that he had, the intent, like it was like super dope. He was just in his element. You got yes. to witness that. That's real. That's yes. cool. <laughs> it was like, yo, and then he went out there and just like tore it up. It was that that uh, that BT award show with uh, when Lizzo, when Lizzo was oh like, gosh. yeah, when she performed and all the white. Oh my god! I was behind the stage. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So um, Old Town Road was a hit. Then yeah. I've seen. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Ota Road, not the not the oh not the white guy, the young one. Uh, um, oh my goodness! But you know, brain brain for it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it, and it can't, and it seems like such. I would say since it was yeah, like, like it seems like it was so close, but yet so God. distant. But the guy from Old Town Road, he created that. There's a lot of the different celebrities. Fantasia was there. Um, so, uh, 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 Megan Thee Stallion was there. Like all kinds of people that I just watched behind the scenes, right? And I'm like, this is so dope. So even back then being exposed to that mm. um, and being in that place at that time and space when I could have been anywhere else in the world, that to me I took as signs. These are signs, these are omens that I'm supposed to be doing this stuff. So I was like, it gave me more inspiration to tap into my creative interest and I'm really glad that I've been in those situations where I was able to do that. And that was something from childhood that I was running around chasing, like, what am I doing? This is not enough for me. What is what is this life? I'm not the type of person to come out here and just like get pregnant, be a housewife, and that's the end of my life. No. Right. So I kept running and chasing and I'm like, what is what am I looking for? And I'm following the signs of the universe and then like boom, I end up with this job and I end up in this situation and these, you know, environments with these cameras and these lights and I'm like, Whoa, this is it. This, this is, is this it. is my path. Right. <laughs> this is what is happening in this for happening, me. Right. So for me to to be that that those were a lot of the reasons why I was like motivated even more to just try it. It's in my face, like, you know, what, weed, alcohol, you know, people, if you have it in your face, oh, why not, right, you know? So for me, I mean, it's in my face, why not try it? Right? 
<laughs> all of it, you know? So, but I yeah. Mean, one of the things that, I mean, from when I was very young, I was in a, a Spice Girl cover band in like third and second grade. And we used to do, I think we performed at like four convalescent homes. It was just the three of us. We were called the Glitter Girls. It was ridiculous. Aww. Right here in the valley. <laughs> and so cute. So like, I kind of always knew, like it was just, I didn't know that it was something I could actually pursue until I got to college. Like, I was gonna go to San Francisco State. I was enrolled to be like international business um, major with a minor in French because I wanted to work in fashion, um, just like a side hobby I'd always had as a kid, drawing stuff. And um, but then when I got to college, I ended up going to PCC right here in Pasadena um, for a semester. And that first semester, I found jazz. Wow. Um, I didn't know you can major in it. And um, cool. I just, yeah, I stayed here instead of going to San Francisco, and then it, the rest is history. And then um, I learned classical music, opera, so just like being able to, like at first it was pop music was my influence, you know, those were the creators, like the Spice Girls, you know, they were the ones, <laughs> you know, that I was like all after, and I love them. <laughs> me too. They're still just so great. I mean, corny as hell and just of the time, and I still love every single song, and I know every word. <laughs> But, like, you know, then there was the, just during high school, like, all the uh, rock and R&B, I mean, like, Simple Plan and, you know, All American Rejects and Alicia Keys and Ciara, like, those yeah. were my influences, like, in <laughs> high school, you know, and I just, like, I love rock, I love um, R&B, pop, like, all that, and then I got into college and I started learning theory and jazz and opera and classical music, and yeah. I was a part of all these choirs, so I, I part of my studies were to study other creators and other musicians and you know without being the observer yeah you know my creating my creations wouldn't be what they are Definitely. so you know there's this you know inevitable intersectionality between being the creator and being the observer because you know when you look at all the greats everyone had their influences you know yeah exactly um, sometimes you're your own influence you know your own life inspires your music like yeah. our friend our late friend Kurt Cobain Kurt Cobain you know, Nirvana <laughs> so he, um, I mean he his tr crazy childhood that was his inspiration you know he got he just wanted to do heroin and paint and play his guitar and like you know not go on tour you know right? like he was his own <laughs> shit so but you know he of course he had other creators that you know he looked up to and stuff but still like he's an example of someone who was like more creator than an observer yeah i mean he's a, an observer of his own life and of his own surroundings and i you know so every creator has their own way of gathering that inspiration which i think is just fantastic and yeah awesome so there's no one way to go about creating definitely there's just various mediums there's painting there's you know yeah videos editing documentaries you know like you have so many different ways that you can create and definitely you know I feel like one of the main hidden drivers like we were talking about earlier was music for me um, I don't consider myself like a singer or like a like a rapper, you know, but I am a poet, you know, I do write. So, you know, <laughs> exactly like ghostwriter right here. I'm just playing, yeah. um, but available for hire, right? but I, I do write poetry. So like two of my hidden 
hidden, I guess, things I used to watch and, and listen to and just kind of study in the past as to what motivated me to start even modeling and things like that is music, music and writing, poetry. And I didn't never became like an artist back then. You know, I used to lip sing the, the words and I used to like, you know, hey, this song is dope, but it used to amp yeah. me up. It used to amp me up to where I start to visualize myself yeah. doing something else and maybe I'm a, you know, maybe I'm like underneath a tree with the with the air blowing on me, right? But I got this this idea to do this through the music that I listen to, through the vibe that I get from it, from the poetry that I write. And I'm like, yo, what if I put all this together, right? And create like a beautiful picture or an image, and then I could start writing to my pictures. So that for me inspired me, like music, watching other people, like Tina Marie, Prince. Oh my God. Um, all those types of deep, like dope artists inspired me to start like looking visual, like visualize, yo, I see me doing this, this, and this. Like that's a dope vibe. Like I wanna be like, I used to go to concerts, right? Back in the day. Front row. When VIP were a thing. Like, you know, <laughs> right? Like, and they were such a thing, weren't they? Like, I would say, I like, maybe so five, five to six years ago, um, I went to, um, it was a rock concert. I forgot what they were. They were a, um, a very, very famous rock concert, and I forget the name. Blink-182? No. Sublime? Uh-uh. There, it, it was old school. Um, I have footage of it on my Instagram before I rebranded my Instagram, but me and my homeboy Kalusha went. I, shout out to Kalusha if you're watching. <laughs> Kalusha, super diehard, mosh pit guy. Like I've done that back in my day. Yeah, you know, and um, we went to the, the concert and I was like right in the front of the mosh pit and there was girls in front getting like crammed to the front because the mosh pit was going and they were like losing their breath. Yeah. So the security was like pulling the girls out from the front and they're like, yeah, I gotta go. And they're like getting like, you know, carried away all like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm in the front, like sweating, like just enjoying the experience, right? Of the stage, not giving a damn what's going on in the mosh pit behind me. And my friend Kalusha, he's in the mosh pit and he's like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay, I'm fine. Like, keep doing your thing. <laughs> And I'm like looking at them on stage. But it's moments like that, that kind of like, I see myself, what if I had these pretty lights around me and like making some type of like image with like the music behind it that I like? Like, what if, you know, I could do like a visual video of myself, you know, doing certain things. So I used to think of kind of like how the models are in the videos now when they walk and like they do like their like, their little thing and someone's recording them. Just like random simple stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they're, but you put music behind it like it's a music video mm -hmm. and the ambiance of it, kind of like Lena Del Rey. Um, a lot of Lena Del Rey's videos are super like, like movie style. Like you can feel it, it's deep. She actually edits a lot of her own stuff. Really? Like, especially in the beginning. I'm not exactly sure if she does it now, but she used to take clips and stuff and like just put them all together. Yeah. And put her like ethereal, like emo goddess, like sound on top of it. That's what I like. That whole flying emo, like, like I feel like I'm flying when I'm looking at her videos. You know, I want to feel something when I'm looking at it. I'm like, whoa, this is so beautiful. All right, y'all, so this, this concludes Love Language, um, Matters of the Heart. Um, just if you are someone who is wanting to be a creative or you think you have what it takes to be a creative or you feel like you are a creative and you just don't know 
where to get started, um, just try. I think the first, the first thing to do and the step to take is to try. Um, take that first step. Um, no matter how small of the task that you are completing is, no matter what it is, just take that first step and do something. Um, and eventually everything will come. Don't give up though. Don't stop doing it because if you stop, you can't keep creating. So I feel like, you know, being someone who likes to create versus uh, the one who sits in the background and watches the creators create, I feel like we both experience that mm -hmm. in our lives. And we all, at one point in our life, experience that. Um, so it takes you to be the student in order to eventually get to the point of, hey, I'm ready to create now. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to show the world what I have to offer creatively. Absolutely. Um, so it's a combination of the two, I feel like, for mm -hmm. me. I once was someone who watched the creators create, but now I'm creating, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I was inspired by the people that I watched create do that. So I feel like we all have a little bit of, of the two in all of us. 100%. Um, I mean, same for me. I'm still, I'm still an observer. I still watch creators all the time. Um, I love watching people do what they do, and in turn, um, it's given me a lot of power sometimes. Just be like, you know what? You have this in you. Just get to work. Doesn't even matter. Just start on something. Open up an old, you know, unfinished session, or, you know, pick up a pen and just doodle some palm trees. Like, just do something. Yeah, <laughs> do something. something. Yeah. You know, and everyone has the ability to create, um, but being a creator, there's sometimes pressure on that. So, you know, don't worry about being a creator in that sense, but you still have the ability to create. Um, again, create life, mm -hmm. create a life, create uh, hobbies, you know, nurture little parts of yourself that you don't share with other people, mm -hmm. you know. Yep, definitely. There's so many different ways to engage, yeah. so. If you have a vision for yourself, you know, create that. If you see yourself living in a certain environment, create that. Yeah. If you see yourself living a certain lifestyle, create that. Do something different. Do something right. outside of your norm. Right. Things aren't working for you, well, why don't you switch up the formula? Exactly. You know? It's all about switching the formula, because I'll tell you, there's been times where I'm like, I don't want to do that shit, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't think that way. I have to switch, I have to switch the way I think. Let's switch. I flip the switch completely, and now I'm like, okay. I, I want to do that shit because me doing that shit is going to get the results that I want and I see in my life that I want to create for myself. Yes. So it, it, it works hand in hand, you know, but um, I'm really glad that we had this discussion and I'm so glad that you wanted to participate and come and talk to me and thank you be a for part having of this me. podcast. Thank you, know? you, thank you, thank you for having me. And it's as been a amazing token of my good faith, I am giving you a sample um, of my uh, incense brand. So this is Love Language Incense brand, you guys. You guys can get this on my website. Um, two little samples right here of Lover. That's the uh, uh, flavor of this one. And I love how she's modeling it. This, <laughs> you were the first one who did that. Like, like <laughs> This oh, wow. right here is it. Like, oh. I have so many different other flavors and scents. I call them flavors. They're scents, you oh guys. Oh my gosh. Um, this smells <laughs> awesome. This is They're, really good. <laughs> thank you. They're I'm therapeutic, organic um, oils. I hand make them. Um, the ones that are on my website um, are not in a baggie. These are just samples. But they're red and they're beautiful. 
and they're all boxed up and I sell them 12 a pack for five bucks on my website. That's a so, steal. Oh my god. Support. You cannot go wrong with them. You'll love them and this is why <laughs> I do that. My dad used to burn incense when I was younger. It's a very therapeutic calm type situation, you know, that I remember as a child. Um, growing up with him and I loved it this coming in and smelling incense and that whole aroma and especially with this being love language I think it has a lot to do with how my life is now very calm and soothing and I like to do stuff like that burn candles and incense so if it helps you guys it. I you know I would love 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 to create more of these for you guys um, they are available to you on my website um, and you know well, I appreciate this a lot I thank you I'm an incense burner Oh, <laughs> I am also a sage burner. So, not even knowing that she did this, I actually got brought you oh. some sage wrapped up in lavender and roses. Oh, see, I'm like, <laughs> this is like, and for anyone who knows, you guys know the sage. When you burn this thing around the house, be prepared for a smoke out, okay? Because I make I make mine smoky in here. Open some windows, okay? And I get all the energies of out of here. But with the rose petals and the lavender on it, this is gonna be a hit. It is again a love <laughs> sage bundle. <laughs> I love it. Thank love you sage. so much. You're welcome. This thank is you. great. You're welcome. No, thank you. I so yeah, awesome. I appreciate it again. Um, for for those who know me, I'm Soul Bloom, S O L. B-L-O-O-M underscore. And this is Brittany. Yes, Brittany Sherelle is my stage name, my first and middle name. And you can find me at African Barbie, H-A-L-F-R-I-C-A-N, B-A-R-B-I-E. All right. And thank you guys for watching and tuning in. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, you know, this episode of Love Language. Um, and yeah, looking forward to you guys uh, tuning in for the next episode. So and thank you for your participation and coming and doing everything. I, I enjoyed our conversation and I'm so happy that you and me actually are in this situation <laughs> together. Like I'm yes. happy we even we linked up. Me so too. thank you for yeah. having me and inviting me into your home. Thank I you. really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's all love. It's all it love is. over here it in love language. Love. Matters of the heart, you guys. Yes, and uh, my love language is music. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. I just have to say that. Me it's and her undeniable. love <laughs> I love music. I love being touchy-feely. I'm very, like, you know, mushy-mushy. That's my love language. Yes. I'm a very mushy person, touchy-feely person. <laughs> I love music. And if she, she creates it. So that right there, she shows you her love through, through yes. that. I write poetry. So you can see a lot of my love and, and what I go through in my poetry. So, yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers. Even though I <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Love Language. Until next time.